The Caribbean is often described as the most tourism-dependent region in the world. A titan is described as one that stands out for greatness of achievement, one who is influential in his field. I'm Marlene Stevenson-Daly. Welcome to our podcast. We call it Tourism Titans. It's about the movers and shakers of the industry. Men and women who have contributed to its growth and development in Jamaica, the region, and indeed, the world. In this, our second podcast, we are so delighted to have a lady of many, many parts. She was the first woman to have been appointed hotel manager in the 30-year history of the Jamaica Pegasus Hotel. And she was in charge of hosting so many very important and special people to our shores, not least among them Her Majesty the Queen and the Pope on their visits to Jamaica. And there's so many other things I could tell you about her, but let me just have her assist us and guide us along this journey. Nancy McLean, O-D-J-P-C-F-B-E-C-H-T, all these letters, how you do? Welcome. Thank you for having me here. And it's my pleasure to be here with you. And it's my pleasure to share. Yes, I'm so delighted. So delighted. We are going to talk a little bit this morning about the different parts of Nancy McLean. Because, you know, you're such a multifaceted individual and you have made human contribution to Jamaica's tourism industry over these many years. How long have you been serving tourism in Jamaica? I'm, I'm, I'm convinced it's 40 odd years. 40 to, odd years. Yes, to date, you know, because when you think back, when I think back, I've been, I had a choice to go to uh, be a dietitian, to study dietetics, mm-hmm. but I chose hotel management. And from hotel management, from those early days, that has led me to now, I still am involved in the tourism and hospitality industry. industry. Take us a little back. Where were you born? Where? In mm-hmm. Kingston here. In Kingston, Jamaica? In, yes. Okay. In Kingston. I went to, um, you know, the other day I was pointing out a little prep school in Vineyard Town. <laughs> I don't know why I have such a fond memory of that. By Christchurch. Mm-hmm. As a little kid, I went there. And that lady's name was Mrs. Cameron. I'll always remember that. Then I went to Vast Prep. From Vast Prep, of course, I went to St. Hughes. St. Hughes, Fidelitas. Yes. Yes, the St. Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and and in terms of your education, having left St. Hughes, then I was at then Cass, now UTEC, mm-hmm. did institutional management, you know, and then went out into the field, into the hospitality industry, because it was for me, it always looked, it was a glorious mm-hmm. field to be in, you know, and so said, so done, so done. <laughs> <laughs> your first job, do you remember that? Yes, I remember my. First, after after UTEC, after CAST. Yes, you know, I worked with a small hotel. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it um, hotel. It was around by, um, I can't remember the name, the rule. I'm looking at it right now. Anyhow, I worked there with uh, a small property, a, a guest house, mm-hmm. rather. And I was like in charge of the of the the office, the receptionist, and the the rooms and so forth. Small property, yes. Small guest house, 
And what I remember, the man was entrusted me so much that every time he went off, he would leave this massive limousine with me, you know? I'm like, oh my God, to drive drive it. it. (laughs) (laughs) But it was my stepping stone, you know? And um, I went to the courtly, you know, that when it was at Trafalgar Road. Yes. And the the Hendrickson's lovely... um, folks with Nelly, uh, you know, and Carl Hendrickson and Kevin, and that's my introduction to them. A lot of folks don't know. I know them from many years from then, you know. And then um, I th- and then I went to the, no, surprisingly enough, I opened a small restaurant downtown. Wow, okay. <laughs> Entrepreneur. <laughs> and the, the name of it was Peppermill Grill. Hello. There are things that I, you know, just never leave you. And from that, I remember... My dear friend Carol came to say, you, you, need, you don't want to go back into the industry, man. Somebody needs your services, you know, and so forth. But anyhow, I went from there really to, and from Coatley to the Pegasus. To yeah, the Pegasus. Mm-hmm. I went to the Pegasus first and then went back because I was awarded a scholarship to go to Germany. It what was did like you this. study in Germany? Hotel management, Hotel surprisingly management. enough, in German. Wow. So you spent time learning the language? You had to. You, you, you breathe the language. Mm-hmm. When you got there, you eat, sleep, and drink that language <laughs> yes. every day. And then you had to do your um, your um, exams, you know, and and everything, written exams, oral exams, and everything. I remember at that time, um, tourism, and I was... T- given a question to, to speak about well, how do I see tourism in Jamaica and where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. But of course, I went to town there because, you know, being <laughs> in the industry yes, and everything. Yes, and you had lots of ideas, I'm I, sure, at the time. Absolutely, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. And I spent my time there. It was That was quite rewarding, trust me. Any um, special that, memory from Germany and your studies there? You know, one thing I... A negative that uh, becomes a positive... I never knew what any form of racism was like. And then being there, and I remember one night, um, a couple of us wanted to go to like nightclubs and so forth. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we, we weren't allowed. Every time we approached it, we saw the signal. But I had a good friend there. And she had a, <laughs> she had a, um, a mofa. And we would go through the streets of Heidelberg on this mofo, you know. But she explained a lot to me then. And she said, you know, sometimes it's, my hair is now natural. At that time, my hair was natural. And I wore a massive afro. Afro. (laughs) Because we didn't know anyone who could do our hair. And so um, she said, what it is that you say to me, they want to touch your hair. They want to, it's because they're not accustomed to seeing Folks like yourself. It's a novelty. It's a novelty, yes. absolutely. Yes, yes. So that's why I said negative to positive, you know. I enjoyed my time in Germany. I've been back already. And I look forward to even going back again, again. because Germany is um, its almost like a second home, you know, for having you. been there for such a long time. So coming back from Germany, you rejoined the Jamaica Pegasus. Uh, not immediately. Okay. Not, not immediately, you mm. know. But thereafter, I rejoined, you know, and I rejoined there in 86. And of course, you were the first woman to have been appointed hotel manager. Yeah, because I, I, I 
when I got there, what did that mean at the time? Because when I was appointed, yes, that? because as a as a woman, and you know, sometimes even when you say I'm going to study hospitality and tourism, I think then maybe some parents would not even understand what what is this hospitality and tourism. You're expected to go be a doctor. A lawyer. No, a no, I got that in my early yeah. stage when I decided to do institutional management. Uh-huh. And um, they'd wonder, why don't you go study something? Why are you going to go and study this? But that's what you, where your passion lies. And you must follow your passion, you know, or that thing in you mm-hmm. that says, that is what I really want to do. But when I got to the Pegasus, you know, I went the ranks because I went there as a banqueting manager. Mm-hmm. And I, from the banqueting manager, I, you know, went up the food and beverage manager, food and beverage. So there was a lot. And today when I look back and I see youngsters, youngsters sort of scoffing at doing certain things, I remember there were days at the Pegasus when I had to turn that room around because a client had to be there at 7 o'clock in the morning for their retreat or whatever it is. We had to break down the room from the night before Mm -hmm. to have a a banquet of over 400, 500. And we stayed up after that banquet and we pulled that place down. We had it redone. We had the, whether it was a classroom style or whatever it is Mm -hmm. that we had to reset. And of course the decor would probably be very specific to the event. Absolutely. The menus had to be put out, all of those things that go into planning. When that guest came down, for me, that was the greatest to look at the face of the guest. And and the person looked at the room and it is like, what? This room is, and you had that function? That is what service is all about. That's what the hospitality industry is all about. Yes. And that's what I, I'm looking for. Tell me, some of the persons that you served in your time at the Pegasus would have come from many, many places. Oh, yes. Earlier on, I mentioned that you, you, know, <laughs> you were there when the Pope was visiting Jamaica on his official visit, and so to Her Majesty the Queen. What goes into the preparation for these kinds of dignitaries that are coming to your hotel? A lot of preparation, a lot of planning, because you have to have the advanced parties. You have to sit with them. You have to know the the likes, the dislikes, the 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 various um. What should I say if that person has any sort of um. Um, illnesses mm-hmm. or what have you. Special diets, Special diets idiosyncrasies. And, right. and then you put things together. You call your team. You have to have your team meetings. That is very, very important. You have to bring all the players in your property on board that they are a part of what is going on. And also with Her Majesty the Queen, I can tell you, any of the royalties that came to Jamaica, every morning, because... Of course, Pegasus is the the hotel in town. So we would go and we did housekeeping. We did food and beverage there. But I was there at 6 o'clock every morning with staff, mm-hmm. with a chef and so forth. But Her Majesty the Queen has her foot person who will we prepare and they take to her. And so that is what it takes. The planning has to go for the thing to go correct the right way. And so a lot of planning went in. I would have to go sometimes. Well, for that, you know, the advance party came from Buckingham Palace. Yes. 
And they went around and they made their selection. They did their tasting and they selected the Jamaica Pegasus. And then there are all the issues of yeah. safety and security, security yes, and, yes. And, and logistics and moving all the logistics have to be put in. Yes. What, what, what stands out for you in all of these years and, for, you know, from all of these different persons that you have served in the tourism industry and certainly at, during your time at the Pegasus? Surprisingly enough, Her Majesty the Queen. And if you can recall at that major function, we did two functions. We did one, it was a cocktail party on the grounds. And the following day, we did, uh, we did a dinner a banquet, so to speak. Mm -hmm. However, that banquet wasn't Jamaica's banquet. That banquet was Her Majesty's banquet to say thank you to Jamaica, to Jamaica. Okay. for inviting her. Mm -hmm. And that is why she had to have that advance party here to select who was going to prepare her meal. That night, what happened? The lights went out. <laughs> And the lone home sweet home lamp. I tell this story. So what happened to the so generator? Many, what happened to the it, generator? It gave way. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfortunate. But as a person running that event the night, I knew what I had on my head. I looked around. You have all the various heads of state and the government, prime minister, governor general. And in that room, all the heads of mission. Mm -hmm. And to top it all, Her Majesty the Queen and Prince Philip. May his soul rest in peace. <laughs> However, what did you do? Nancy springing into action now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the most important set of folks now were my staff. You have prepared them in one way, but you know, you have to be flexible. You have to now change. Because the logistics of how we were going to serve had changed. Everything had to come closer and closer to the ballroom than where it was going to be in the dining room. And so I had did my work that I had to do on my staff, talk with them, did what, and change the mindset now. Yes, yes. And then we served. The light did not come back until it was the, about in the middle of dessert. Wow, so it was off for the most part. Yeah, what, but it was a beautiful evening. Instead of being under the blaring chandeliers, you were under are, the home the sweet soft home. <laughs> <laughs> Tones of the But you know what was good? Lamp. When we were called myself, the chef, and my other staff, three of us, to the top of the stairs to be presented to Her Majesty and Prince Philip. Uh -huh. Then you realize that they are humorous persons. He laughed and he said, I still don't understand. How did you do it? <laughs> you know, and for me, that is a moment that we delivered to them. And the next day in my office, there was a, an, a soldier from the army, I guess, under the label of Her Majesty the Queen. And my secretary says, no, he can't. the person who was here to see you has come directly to you. He came and he saluted to me and everything and presented me with the envelope. It was a thank you letter. Uh, from Her Majesty. Her Majesty Yes, you know, Wonderful. so that stands out and will always stand out uh, because there were other follow-up bleats and blunders of which, but you know, it was a good. <laughs> That's all right. Yes. You, they, nobody needs to know when the, the duck is paddling like crazy, crazy to stay yeah. afloat. All you want to know is that he's on top of the water yes. or the swan rather. And you're yeah, a yeah, swan. Exactly. You're from St. Yes. So you know what we're talking about. 
If you're just joining us, we're talking with Nancy McLean, our tourism titan, in this, our second episode of our podcast. We'll be back in just a moment. Marlene Stevenson Daly here on our Tourism Titans podcast. And we're talking with Nancy June Veronica McLean. <laughs> what can I tell you? She was given the Order of Distinction by the government of Jamaica in 2005, recognizing her contribution to the hospitality and the tourism industry. Now, you would have heard, if you were listening earlier on, that she became fluent in German, having studied in Germany at the Karl Duisberg Society in Cologne, Germany. And then, of course, she has gone on to complete many, many advanced courses in tourism in Europe, in the United States. And, of course, she also earned a master's degree in tourism and hospitality management from the University of the West Indies. She's a certified food and beverage executive and a certified hotel trainer. And she also lectured part-time at the University of the West Indies in the hospitality and management department. And she is an associate trainer, lecturer for MIND. She continues to consult and to train and just to be full of life and to share her gifts with so many of our young professionals across Jamaica. Tell me a little bit more. I'm interested. I'm fascinated by the number of persons that you have served. I mean, in the break, we spoke about people like Fidel Castro, Pele, some movie stars, um, Angela Bassett, Dionne Warwick, singers, and, you know, exciting people <laughs> who have their various ind industries locked. Yes. It is my greatest pleasure that, you know, whenever, because as a team, one of the things that I must point out, you know, we operated as a team at the Jamaica Pegasus, mm -hmm. basically. However, in the, um, the role as um, food and beverage manager, later hotel manager, you have, your responsibility becomes even more because you have to see to the well-being in terms of the, um, how, the, 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 the comfort in terms of their dining, their meals and all mm -hmm, that sort mm -hmm. of stuff. Now, we had to arrange all these various um, events, whether it be at the Pegasus or Jamaica House or King's House for all these officials like, like Castro, Fidel Castro, when he came to Jamaica. And I learned a lot about that gentleman because sometimes when you stand in the room and their speeches are being delivered, that's how you and the, you learn about these yes. individuals, you yes. know, and then the movie stars, because they come with a lot of um, fluff. Sometimes some are very, what should I say? Um, just quiet and, you know, yes, laid back. They want and to laid be back right. and just oh, so away forth. from the maddening, maddening crowd, crowd. Exactly. In some instances. And some, of course, as you would imagine, in, 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 <laughs> have a lot yes, of they fluff, have their entourage. entourage. Yes, that around <laughs> them, you know. But it is always good to make sure that they, they, they enjoy their stay. They stay. Yes. Because at the end of the day, it, rem it, it, it means enjoying Jamaica. Yes. And nothing like a satisfied customer, customer. who can become an ambassador for your goods Absolutely, or your services. Yes. And without any pay, they go out and they share it with they the world. They share it with the world. Yes. And they can always say, you know, when I was in Jamaica, 
man, this was good with jerk chicken that they introduced me to, the this that they introduced me to. It was so delicious. It was tasty. Yes. And that what, that's what means a lot. Yes. You, you started a number of uh, things, Nancy, um, on the hotel scene, the annual wine and food festivals, wedding expositions. You had the Jazz in the Garden series and, of course, always sold out, <laughs> International Cuisine Nights and, and all of that. And tell us a little bit about that Olympic Village in Jamaica during the Olympics in Beijing. Right. I'm just going to say something quickly before I get to the Olympic village. There was a reason why I started the. I looked around. And yes, the hotel is about the rooms and the restaurant. But somehow you, you need something else for your customers to come in to enjoy. And um, sometimes it might not be the, the, the greatest money-making thing. But what it does, it does a PR for the for the for yes. the, the property, it, does. it becomes a signature event, a, a, a event. that distinguishes absolutely your services and yes. what you have to offer. When the wine and it became wine and food after a while, mm-hmm. because initially it was a wine festival, then a lot of these companies started to merge, and then it's not so many companies that can make a major expo. Mm-hmm. So I thought about it. I said, no, no, let's get this to a wine and food, you know, and that is pairing, you know, and yes, so forth. Yes. Now, when you come to sports, if you want to know me again, sports, I was up to late watching um, Serena's match <laughs> last night. I watch NBA. I would do everything. I used to manage the hotel's football team, manage the hotel's netball yes. team. So obviously... And you did it, villages for World Cup cricket and, yes, and football so and all of these sporting activities uh, Now you well. understand why. Yes. And so when we had... Olympics, the only thing I could do, we can't, we all can't go to Beijing. So I brought Beijing to Jamaica <laughs> through the hotel. Yes. And the place would be beautifully decorated. I had missions here in Jamaica would be coming and see the flag and said, but I'm not seeing my flag. I said, we hurriedly quick and get their flag out, you know, <laughs> because that was it. The Olympics, um, the World Cup, whether it be World Athletics or World Cup football, you know, and sometimes I would do forums even into the into the lobby, mm-hmm. uh, it, the wedding expo. Oh, that started with Francis Keen. Western, my dear friend, had came into my office Western one day. Western Horton. Western Horton. Ah, yes. okay. And immediately, I built the first wedding expo around Francis Keen's and her bridal. Collection. Collection, yes. yes. And from there on, it just spiraled to a very major event, you know? We, we did say earlier on you're a woman of many parts, mm-hmm. and, and I want to talk about another part, and that is the, the design side of you. You're, you're a big decorator, yeah. and you're an acclaimed designer of <laughs> festival and carnival costumes. And I know you're also involved. You're involved in judging those kinds of competitions, and then carnival and, and festival are big self. entertainment yes, features yes. for Jamaica as well. You know? Sometimes you see historic facts that come into the gleaner from year to year. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll see come the first costume king built by designed by Nancy McLean, built by her and modeled by Weston Horton. Where did you get and that that talent? Is it something that you happened it, upon? That, is it that, just an act, a gift from God? What how did that That is a come? gift. Yes. That is sheer gift. Because no training in that no, area. Absolutely not. I've built so many beautiful costumes. I did one um, Jamaican sunburst, and that time Kathy Levy was um, 
the just Miss Miss Jamaica mm-hmm. and so forth, and she modeled that. My gosh, that costume was one of the most beautiful costumes. Yeah, I, I built a lot of that, and even when Baron Lee again, he I used to do some of his uh, character costumes. He'll bring a costume that needs a little. I said no, no, just redo it for me and so forth, and I had it redone. But you don't have to wear a thing on your forehead to tell the world that you're yes. doing it because you enjoy doing it. And that speaks for itself. And I go out and I get do these things. <laughs> and hence, when I do food festivals and it has to have a, a particular image, that design aspect of it, the yes. decor um, part of it. Yes. T- tell me, take, take, take us back. We're, we're going to sort of flash back a bit. <laughs> you are an only girl of... Four boys. Three boys. Three boys. boys, So four in total. Yes. Tell me a little bit about, you know. Growing up. Growing up, (laughs) yes. Because I'm thinking one girl, three boys, you know, you get some special treatment. No? No. Look here. (laughs) My my dear mother, may her soul rest in peace. Because as we were saying, the anniversary of her passing will be on Saturday here, the third. However, my mother was a disciplinarian. Lovely human being. I'm the girl because I couldn't go running up. I used to play. If they needed a person, an extra person for cricket, my brother would say, call Nancy, man, call Nancy. Poor Nancy can't back to save her life. <laughs> but I'm making up the cricket. And then if two stay too long out there, she's like, no, no, time to get inside, time to get inside. <laughs> but we're better off for how she brought us all up. Yes. You know? And uh, my brother won, uh, won past. The eldest, you know, but the other is uh, in the lives in the states. He's a dentist, and there's another one, Alvin, who lives here um, with us in Jamaica. But we were a family of values. My father was prominent uh, person in Jamaica. At once, he was a he was a permanent secretary for the Ministry of Housing, Clovis McLean, and then he was into sports. So I grew up with a family, a sporting family. Yes. He, for, he played sports. He also um, coached various teams. And my uncles also were in sports as well. And so hence, it brushed off on me. I played hockey. I played hockey for Jamaica at one time. Wow, okay. My, I played a lot of lawn <laughs> tennis. I loved uh, tennis. You know, I played badminton. But the knees uh, doesn't make me play all of these things anymore. anymore. <laughs> Nancy, I know one of the things that's dear to your heart is the business of service excellence. And you would have heard over the years the Minister of Tourism, uh, Edmund Bartlett, in this particular instance, talking about service excellence being a differentiator in the tourism industry. It is what will help to set us apart. Your thoughts on this business of service excellence? I believe so much in service excellence. If we are that nation as looked upon as the great nation for tourism and hospitality, it comes hand in hand, the excellent service. Some, yes, born with it, mm-hmm. but some you have to teach. And far too often, persons will come to me and say, Nancy, customer service is needed in this place. Customer service is needed in that place. Why don't you? But I think it has to start, the basics of it has to start. The thank yous, how are you today, good morning. You don't want to say good morning to somebody to ask and say, what, what's a good about the morning? <laughs> and you get that these days. You, you see? And so 
in the hotel industry, it's very, very important for service, service in the restaurant. I will give you an, an ex, 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 pardon me to tell you this. There's a youngster, the new hotel that has just opened, mm -hmm. and I want to talk about it. I left church a Sunday ago, and I went because I wanted to see what this hotel is all about. I'm in the business, you know, something is new on it, but you want to see it. That's the new hotel in Kingston? In Kingston, okay. The Rock. Ah, The Rock, that's the one downtown? Downtown. Ah, on the waterfront. And when I told, first of all, I said, pardon me, may I park at the front? Because it's going to be a little challenge for me to park and to do so much walking. The security was very gracious first. I said, no, park here. Then I said, he says, what are you, you know what? I said, you know what I'm here about? A very simple thing. I love to look around and just know what's happening at this new hotel. He says, wait, I have someone for you. It was the bellman he brought to me. That chap was articulate. He was on point. He knew everything about that hotel. And I said, you know, I've not even put pen to paper to write the manager to say that guy is epitomizes. It should be the front and the face of yes. you. He took me through and through the hotel and he was able to tell me everything in detail about this hotel. So it's about being a source of information, information. That is for your guests. Exactly. So you see what I'm talking about? I was impressed. And so when we got in and went to the restaurant, he was about to say, meet my manager, one of my managers. Yes. When the young lady came and she hugged me dearly. She said, this lady is responsible for me being in the position that I am. Wow. She taught me. And doesn't that and make you just I feel so awesome? Yep. And when you so, impact lives in such a positive yes, way. Yes. And as you say, you know, it's not all about the money. No. But just knowing that you have really, really touched somebody else's life in such a positive way that they can say thank you. Absolutely. I wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. Absolutely. You know? And it's all about putting out that effort. Don't go looking for these uh, awards and so forth. Give of yourself. Give the best of yourself. Yes. And think not only of yourself, but think of the, you know what I mean, the impact that you're going to make. Jamaica. Yes. So it's 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 from you to your property, from your property to Jamaica, to Jamaica. from Jamaica to the world. I Everything like to hear when has they, that ripple effect. Nice things about uh, our country, and but of course, <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know, we've talked about a lot of wonderful things, but in all of your achievements and the work that you've been able to put in, I'm sure there have been some challenges along the way. Would you say there's been any? major challenge that you've had to overcome that you could share with us and tell us maybe just briefly how how did you well you know i'm going to tell you i'm a spiritual person very strong where that is concerned like each and everyone we do have obstacles and we do have challenges yes i have challenges you're setting up a business you have challenges you're running a business there come challenges and you so forth but if you remember that there's someone or some force or some energy, whichever one want to say, a master, bigger than us all, he will take you through. Because tomorrow is another day. Tomorrow is not going to be the same as today. So I always try to look. Even if I'm down today, you know, rest assured, mm -hmm. I'm looking brighter for tomorrow. As we wrap up our podcast for today, 
I'd like you to share with the many hospitality and tourism workers and those who are even outside of the tourism industry, any word that you think would help them along their journey, this life journey, in terms of how they give of themselves, how they approach their work, their own attitude, and, and, and in a nutshell, perhaps just a recommendation for success in this industry. It's a simple word, you know. It is a simple word, but a very hard word. And that word is love. The word is love. Yes. yes. Nancy McLean, it has been my pleasure. And a really nice note on which to end. You heard it from her. The word is love. And I'd like to endorse it. Thank you so much for being a part of Tourism Titans. And we just wish you continued blessings. And I know there are so many other areas we could have talked about. You, your work in church, your work, you know, it, but time. <laughs> but maybe we can do it another time. Thank you for having me. It was always my pleasure to share all the time. God bless you. Thank and again, you. thanks for being a part of Tourism Titans. Thank you so much for listening to Tourism Titans. We welcome your feedback at letusknow at tpdco.org. Leave us a comment, share, like, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at tpdcoja. I'm Marlene Stevenson-Daly. See you soon.